0: On this episode of the podcast, we are joined by Dr. Sibu Lubeluan, a gynecologist, and we're discussing how to plan for your pregnancy, planning emotionally, mentally, and physically. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Nondrebo Vukile Mackenzie. Dr. Sebo, thank you so much and welcome to the podcast. And it's going to be quite an interesting conversation because we are talking about women's health and we're talking about it in the context of prenatal care and we'll go all the way up to yep. postpartum care. Yep. Alrighty, okay. So, um, welcome and thank, thank, thank you. so much. Thank you for inviting me. And let, let's look at it from the, the the main things that you see as doctors. So, generally women will come in and say what when they want to start a family? Generally, when
1: they want to start a family and they come to see us, it's mm-hmm. when they've actually hit a brick wall, mm-hmm. when they've tried and it hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that you find a woman who will come and say, I'm here for preconceptual counseling or assessment, to the point that you almost don't know what to do with that woman because we're so not used to women Taking the initiative to just come and say, "I just want to prepare. I want to check myself um, before um, falling pregnant."
0: Oh, the, you can you can actually come in and, and yes, just check and pre- do an assessment. assessment. Yes, okay,
1: conceptual assessment.
0: What does that involve?
1: It's just your general check, just to see if there's any comorbidities that you have, any medical illnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, to see if you have good ovarian reserve, Mm -hmm. um, do a pap smear as well, just so that we can manage whatever condition Mm -hmm. before you fall pregnant. Okay. Yeah, because a good pregnancy is managed before you actually fall pregnant.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Right, A healthy pregnancy is a result of your state before you fell pregnant
0: Okay, yeah. so women will generally come in Yes, mm-hmm. usually
1: they come in We've been trying for such and such a time um, with the same partner and mm-hmm. we've been doing everything right but we're just not falling pregnant. Mm-hmm. Then we have to start with my investigations at the time and usually by that time they are on the wrong side of age um, so you know Um, So that's why we always encourage women to come to see their gyne, even Gungo Nagalilutu. In fact, I always encourage girls to come after their first period. Oh, really? Yes, to establish a relationship with a gyne. Just so you have someone other than you as the parent who can speak to your daughter, Mm -hmm. advise your daughter and give it some sort of direction. Mm -hmm. And for HPV, that's Okay. Topic for another day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but because people only see Igaini when they are either pregnant or they are struggling to fall pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I always encourage people to come before so that we can pick up things. Um, a lot of people walk around with undiagnosed conditions that mm-hmm. can impact on infertility,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but they don't, um, they're not uh, uh,
0: uh, um, forthcoming. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So when somebody is coming in, you said something about the wrong side of age. Yeah. Uh, what is the wrong side of age? Okay. So from age 30,
1: mm-hmm. your ovarian reserve starts to go down. So mm-hmm. the, the number of ovaries that you produce. So a woman, let's start here, is born with the total number of ovaries that she'll ever have. Mm-hmm. It's unlike men. Men produce um, sperm every um, three days, every five days, they produce new sperm. But us, we are born with the total number of ovaries that we'll ever have. Mm-hmm. At birth, a woman has about um, a million, some two million ovaries. But by the time they get to puberty, they have about 400,000. And then every time you have a cycle, there's a certain number of eggs that are shed, 15 to 25, depending on uh, a band of a fan. So every time we ask in... Mm-hmm your number decreases. Your
0: number of eggs? The number of eggs. Okay.
1: And then when you hit 30, the number reduces drastically. And when you hit 35, it reduces even more. Okay. So that's that's the age. 35 is the age where we start to get worried. And if a person is um, only falling pregnant for the first time at age 35, we actually call that advanced maternal age. So that's when, number one, um, it's difficult to fall pregnant, and when you fall pregnant, the risks involved in your pregnancy are
0: higher. Okay, all right. So uh, ideally, I mean, S- Sibona, um, especially overseas, to, oh, 51-year-old gives birth for the first time, or 52-year-old. We, we say modern models have allowed things to, yeah. to happen. But realistically, realistically, I mean, I mean we could go on and on about the banking of eggs and the freezing of eggs yeah. and all of that but realistically umzimba yeah. can handle it until when 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 we cuz we usually will say how bug it ingana 12 amanyonga kuzala you know binga a leyo now on the flip side of that mm. when when really should you just you know, take extreme caution. You can't. Pela um mundo maguizfaceo sa kinepupola ngoguti ogwa kagzani guzeglunga panti lafegi niyagene tile ngegasiklabe log koto ngogwe health njayo mundo nempilo yake. When should you really start being super cautious and really consider well the impact in Zimbabwe yeah. of falling pregnant? At which age? From thirty-five, mm-hmm. your risks to
1: have umtano kubazegile. Mm -hmm. are increased. Your risks to have a pregnancy that doesn't end up um, uh, with a positive outcome Mm -hmm. in in other words you are at increased risk of miscarriages or Mm -hmm. stillbirths. Mm age
2: 35.
1: And then the risk sort of um, multiplies when you hit 40 Uh, um, so above 40 you really need to um, be considerate on whether you really want to Uh, have your child.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Age 45, I I mean, we don't advise people to fall pregnant at that age. And that's the dicey age where missing a period could mean you actually menopausing as well. (laughs) So, um, but, I mean, people still fall pregnant and they can still carry a pregnancy, but it's with extreme caution. Mm -hmm. And we don't um, advise it guttly guttly. Mm-hmm. but as you say, we can't go against them, our wishes mm-hmm. and especially when we understand our circumstances as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a circumstances that have not allowed them to fall pregnant, mm-hmm. and um, maybe because they needed to accumulate wealth as well before they can uh, embark on IVF or whatever mm-hmm. other means of getting to the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we do help them along. But they need to just be clear, mm-hmm. go in with an informed consent of a uh, e- e risk that is involved.
0: And when we talk about prenatal care, um, I suppose, I assume it would differ from age. I mean, if you, if, based on age, sorry, I suppose if you are 25, would the, co- the precautions that you need to take versus when you're 35 versus when you're 42, I don't know, would, would, would those differ? Um, In terms of the precaution, let me say we would only start
1: um, investigating if there's a problem if you've been trying for a year with the same partner and having regular intercourse. Then we would start to worry Mm -hmm. with anyone Mm because some people have issues even at age 35. Some people have polycystic ovarian um, syndrome which um, sort of has an impact on their fertility. Mm -hmm. Some people have endometriosis, which also, depending on the stage, can have an impact on their fertility as Mm -hmm. well. So, but we would really only, it would depend on the symptoms that the patient presents with as well. Mm -hmm. But for someone who doesn't have any symptoms, Mm -hmm. where we're not suspecting that there's anything, we would allow them to just um, try naturally. Mm -hmm. Most couples that have been deemed infertile Um, they fall pregnant in one year of trying. Like Mm -hmm. about 50% of them will fall pregnant within the first year of trying. Mm -hmm. And uh, that number increases within two years. So you give people a chance. It's always best to do things naturally anyway. I'll just draw from my own experience. I struggled to fall pregnant after I got married with my husband. I just took one injection near Depo because I wasn't sure after we got married whether I wanted to have children Mm -hmm. immediately or not. I just took one injection. And um, the moment I took it, I knew that I wanted to have (laughs) (laughs) to start a family soon. Um, But we really struggled to fall pregnant until the fifth year of our marriage. Mm -hmm. And we went for our prenatal um, assessment and there was nothing that was picked up. Um, Everything was functioning. Normally, my genital tract was there was no issues. Um, We did tests. There was nothing he did tests. There was no issues at all. But we just were not falling pregnant Mm -hmm. until the fifth year of our marriage. And um, we tried to stimulate, but I was hyper-stimulated. So I had to, um, we had to, to, to stop that process. What is
0: stimulating?
1: Ovarian stimulation. When we were trying to, make the ovaries to be more receptive okay um but my ovaries almost they almost popped basically they were over hyperstimulated, stimulated um, and i had this severe pain and when the doctor did a scan on me she mm-hmm. found that it was just too big it, it could have popped you know, oh my goodness, yeah. So we had to, to stop that process and just let nature take its course. And mm-hmm. yeah, after five years of trying, that was when we fell pregnant. And oh my goodness, Yeah. so sometimes it just takes time, and there's no explanation. Okay. You know, the, there was no explanation in my case, for example.
0: So, in, in terms of looking after yourself, you said earlier that um, a healthy pregnancy bar these things that yeah. you that are really out of your control yeah. um that just you know happen uh it, it depends on how well you look after yourself yeah. look there are people who who not particularly invested yeah. in, in in a strict regimen of health care and they have no issues for yeah. them pregnant and they're perfectly yeah. fine yeah. Yeah. um but i think as with everything in life looking after yourself in a certain way yeah you know, just helps make things easier yeah. in some contexts. Yeah. So in the context of planning to start a family or extending your family, what are the things that you would say, as just as part of prenatal care, that a person should invest in? Okay.
1: So the first thing I always say... The moment you think you want to fall pregnant, you Mm -hmm. must take folic acid. Okay. (laughs) It's a supplement um, that reduces your chances um, or the chances of the baby having any abnormalities.
2: Okay.
1: um, Particularly central nervous system, so uh, neural tube defects. um, uh, So the moment you decide you want to fall pregnant, you Mm -hmm. must start taking folic acid. Okay. And then the general things, um, it's things that we all sort of know, eating healthy. Mm -hmm. exercising, um, just taking good care of yourself, reducing your sugar intake, Mm -hmm. um, managing your weight. Um, For some people, weight management is actually something that goes along with certain medical conditions so as much as they have control over it Mm -hmm. they don't have complete control over Mm -hmm. managing their weight but you can you know try as much as possible to just manage your weight such that it's optimal for a pregnancy Mm -hmm. and try to work from a lower weight so that even afterwards um it's easier to lose the weight back i mean we body positive people body neutral but um we also want to just make sure that your 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 body mass index is in the healthy Mm -hmm. range Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, just for your own uh, Mm -hmm. good for your own health
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, if you're a person who drinks alcohol excessively Obviously, prenatally, you need to reduce and mm-hmm. or stop intake mm-hmm. of alcohol. Smoking also, you need to reduce and or stop mm-hmm. um, prenatally. And um, yeah, just generally, just take better care of yourself mm-hmm. because you want your body to be in a state where it's receptive and it receives easily and it maintains the pregnancy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you have any medical conditions, we want to make sure that those are under control, mm-hmm. particularly diabetes, um, because it can have an impact on not only you, but the fetus as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you, if it's poorly controlled at conception, the chances of umduana having are higher. Mm-hmm. So that's why we need to just co- have good control of those conditions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mentally?
1: Oh gosh, yeah that that is one of the most important aspects. Mm -hmm. Um, That sometimes people just go into it because it's the next best thing or the next automatic stage that after you get married, it's automatic that... You need to start a family, and or they don't a, really think about it.
0: Or I'm at a certain age. because exactly. some people choose For to people, do it without, that's you know, true. being in a marriage. Yeah, that's true. I'm at a certain age, or I've achieved everything that yes. I wanted to achieve yeah.
1: before having children. Now or the next f- thing. Yeah. yeah, that is true. That is true. In
0: no, fact, no, ko, I okay. I Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, the pressure is real. Hmm. And then there is also that I think that's actually an important aspect that you mm-hmm. bring because um, just being potentially fertile doesn't mean that you actually want to <laughs> start a family or to be pregnant. So it's something that mm-hmm. um, you may want to defer for another time or you may want at that time. So yeah, that's uh, that's why it's sometimes also important for Umundu as a patient to um, offer what they are Wishes are mm-hmm. because sometimes you offend a person about interbay fertility. And me, Mina, it's part of my questionnaire that I ask patients about what are your future fertility plans. And mm-hmm. it's just because people leave it until very late, they only realize it's a problem when it's too late. So I always just talk about it so that we can just establish. Do we need to be investigating anything? Mm -hmm. Because Omounye will only start to think about it then that, hey, actually, I've been trying for this amount of time and I haven't fallen pregnant. So maybe, yeah, you're right, let's investigate. Mm -hmm. Or they've been scared to bring it up. I don't know why you would go to a guy and be scared, but sometimes it does happen. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, emotionally, because we've looked at the physical aspect, we've looked at the mental aspect, and the emotional aspect because mm. it's it's a big decision yeah. and it's a it's a life-changing decision yeah. um emotionally yeah. preparing for it yeah
1: so it's that's a matter of um the heart the mm-hmm. matter of what's inside of you mm-hmm. um and you need to also match with If you're in a stable relationship or you're in a relationship, a Mm -hmm. partnership, you need to match that with your partner as well. Because you may be ready, they may not be ready. Or your partner may be ready and you may not be ready. Mm -hmm. Like I was recently faced with a very um, unusual set of circumstances where um, this couple came in the male partner is ready the the lady is just not ready it's just that she doesn't believe in termination and all that um but she is just like rejecting the pregnancy so much that even the consultation is just difficult you know and like, I, I referred her for counseling because mm. I could see that she is just not taking to this pregnancy positively at all. So she wasn't emotionally ready, but she's in a situation where she feels she can't do anything else because she doesn't believe in terminating, and she knows what it means to her partner as well. So but she, feels it's, it's, she feels caught she feels caught. And it's important for us to help her to get to a stage where she's emotionally prepared to go through um, because if you decide that okay i'm not gonna terminate
2: Mm.
1: i'm going through with the pregnancy Mm -hmm. then that means you need to warm up to the pregnancy because that's the decision that you know you've taken yeah Yeah, that's the decision you've made and um yeah it's it's difficult but um we just need to Somehow get the person to that emotional state where they are warming up to the pregnancy. Even during scanning, you find that she's looking the other way, oh which goodness. is like a complete rejection. And even I, like I normally speak to both of them in the room while my patient is the the female, the the, the yeah. pregnant woman. But I talk to them because they are pregnant. They are a couple. So, but. I ended up finding myself looking at the men, you know, just the men. Which is, I mean, we should incorporate her because she's mm. part of this whole thing. Mm. So, it's very important to be emotionally ready for a pregnancy because it can also determine how the pregnancy goes. Um, when you emotionally not ready, it it can result in some unnecessary problems also because you're connected to the fetus. Mm -hmm. And obviously, if you're not emotionally ready, there's going to be stress, uh, whether you are aware that you're stressed or not, it's going to be a stress at the back of your head. And that can have an impact on the growth of the fetus. It can have um, some placental issues that can result in a negative outcome or a suboptimal outcome in the pregnancy.
0: Oh my goodness! Okay, so your your mental state and your emotional state is not just about you being able to carry the baby and being able to cope with the pregnancy. It also impacts the the the, the fetus the physiologically. Fetus. Yeah, it can. Okay. Yeah, it, it's actually quite interesting. Um, I I'd never heard of somebody openly openly to yeah. that extent. I mean, you you would presume maybe in a situation where the person um was you know raped or had a really negative experience that they would be in you know have react adversely emotionally yeah. um but it, it's it's actually something i think that's very important mm. um for it to be discussed openly that this happens yeah. and you need to make a decision as you say if you're against termination then you are making Committing a decision to, to the pregnancy so yeah. you then need to take the necessary mm. steps to try yeah. and, and you know, do as best as you can. Yeah. It can't be easy. I mean, yeah. you don't know what she's gone through Definitely. before that's yeah. led her to feel that yes. way. But, you know, you, you become responsible for yeah. another life yeah. and maybe additional support yeah. is what you need for yeah. you to be able to, to come to terms with that. Yeah. And we never think that people need to come to terms I with know. being pregnant. Yeah. You know, it's we assume, I mean, obviously in, 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 a, in an unplanned situation yes maybe it's a teenager yeah who had dreams and hopes or maybe it's somebody who's older who was like oh my goodness i didn't even think i could anymore what do i do yeah but what what you are sharing now is testament that you can be in a relationship and you can be in a marriage and you Mm. can be okay Mm. and just be this is not for me
1: and i said to her i think actually she takes parenthood very seriously Mm -hmm. which is something that's very rare these days. I, I think people just get into parenthood mm-hmm. without thinking twice. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily bad, mm-hmm. you know. I think she just over maybe thinks parenthood. Mm-hmm. So she just needs to, you know, close that gap where she's overthinking because mm-hmm. she just kept on saying, "I can't believe I'm going to be responsible for a whole person," mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. and it just. It just messes with her head. Mm.
2: It's and a lot, though. Yeah,
1: it lot. is. Yeah. yeah, and and so it's not necessarily a negative thing, but she just needs, as I say, to close that gap and mm-hmm. just go through the pregnancy.
0: And get the support that
1: she needs too, yes, to get. Yes, absolutely.
0: Dr. Sibu, thank you. So we've looked at preparing physically, preparing mentally, preparing emotionally, and I think those are things that are very, very important, as you say, people will in many cases just find themselves pregnant like oh i guess say, hala or if it's you know whatever with I'm a baby shop, i mean i had such a strange experience at the shops yesterday um, i went and i was buying you know the the baby bottle cleaning brush yeah i was not buying it for baby bottles i was buying it for something else yeah and i didn't even take a packet because yes. i didn't need a packet yeah. and um, so I bumped into one of the ladies um, who works at one of the other shops in that shopping center. And she was like, I was just And automatically yeah, people yeah. will become excited. Yes. You, you yeah. are pregnant. I mean, she was yeah. assuming I'm not. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. buying it for something yes. else. But people become so excited yeah. that they. we we overlook that there's an entire preparation process Mm. it's it's a life changing thing whether it's your first pregnancy your second Mm. pregnancy your fifth pregnancy it changes the dimensions of your household the dimensions of your life and it's something very important for us to prepare for so thank you for sharing that with us and hopefully from this discussion people will take a moment to reflect Mm. and you know learn how to prepare for themselves for their journey. So thank you very much. Most welcome. And thank you for listening to the podcast.